Welcome to Gain That Tune. going on everybody it's game that tune and we're back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we've got john regan with us say hey hey we got david fleming say hey hey and we've got jesse moore say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back game that tune in the house for episode 272 a palindrome episode on game that tune my goodness guys what a show we've got coming for you tonight we're gonna listen to some video game tunes we've each brought three songs from a game we're gonna try and guess each other's games based on the songs maybe a little trivia we're gonna goof off we're gonna have a lot of fun the winner at the end of the night picks next week's theme and plays some bonus tunes and our winner last week was the glorious david fleming and david how are you feeling about this week's theme um i'm feeling very good about this theme i'm oh. feeling very happy um oh. very excited about this theme um that may seem ironic but that's just because it happens to be my favorite color <gasps> and oh i thought you were going to to like what is the theme uh the theme is no i was gonna <laughs> let you tell us all your favorite color what are you talking about <laughs> uh blue games that incorporate the color blue i like it blue games feeling a little blue uh but not and not in the uh sense of feeling sad feeling excited to feel or, blue or games with a lot of cursing that that's actually that's a valid question, Dave. This you said blue, blue, like the color blue, but blue is also a term for like you know vulgarity. So, if uh, if we brought a like a super vulgar game, that maybe is like I don't know, different colors than blue, would that still be valid for tonight's theme? You know, it's a theme open to interpretation. Yeah, like Mad World, would that count as blue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, In one, a sense. Could, one could make that argument. You know. Yes. Yeah, or like, but, sh but should one? Or like, what about like a, a game with like a blue collar job in it or something? You know. Well, see, but that's the thing. That, that's not just blue. That's blue hyphen collar. That's a, that's a different phrase. So that's I swear not... to God, anybody who brought a Larry the Cable Guy game is getting game overed. Okay, so here's the thing, guys. There's a lot of Cars games, yeah. and <laughs> I I've been watching them with my boy, and I gotta say, I, I love that Mater. <laughs> yeah, that tow truck just tickles me just right. Oh, I got a picture to send you then later. Oh, okay, cool. Hope you also like Garfield. <laughs> oh, man, do I. Oh. I was going to say, it's like, anyone who picks Larry the Cable Guy, they're getting game over. All right, guys, I need to go last. I'm going to be yeah. uploading some new music. I need to go super last. I uploaded several Larry the Cable Guy games. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Johnny, go ahead and strike out that Lightning McQueen round that I had planned. Uh, we're not doing it. Oh, no! no yeah. <laughs> you might be a lightning round if. <laughs> oh, man, is this show going to suck? Here's your sign. Um, oh, God. <laughs> the worst of the blue-collar comedians. 
so anyway, yeah, so it's bl it's blue as a color and <laughs> what have you. It's going to be a fun show. It's a it's a wide open theme. Uh, if your game has a little blue in it, it could be in this episode. So we got four, uh, five great games. We got a great fan request, and I think we just got to hop right into it, Johnny. After all that, so uh, Johnny, are you John Tater Salad Regan? Game one. <laughs> You're not even doing the runway joke. <laughs> <laughs> no music yet. Yeah. <laughs>
Alright guys, uh, this is one of the few games in this series that was released in North America. Who's got some answers for me? Okay, so Jesse says Smurfs, John says Smurfs, David says the Smurfs for, I'm guessing, Game Gear. I'll just give it to everybody. This is the Smurfs for the Game Boy. Oh, ah. uh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, hold on. This is the Smurfs for the Game Boy. Um, that's about it. Uh, why, why is it that, John? Why <laughs> was that? Uh, not Wait, that you have to explain okay. the theme, but you know, why Smurfs for the Game Boy specifically? That seems like an interesting pick. Here's well, a thing I'd like to point out. On the Game Boy, the color is green and dark green. So not if you played this on the Super Game Boy. It had a, oh, a blue color palette for okay, the Smurf characters, okay. and wow, the laziest bailed himself out. Dodged a bullet. It had Woo. a custom Super Game Boy border, like Super Game Boy games would, and it's the laziest fucking Super Game Boy border I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, the left, the right, and the bottom sides are just black, and the top is just white. And it says the Smurfs, and that's it. <laughs> like it's nice. <laughs> it's, it's like wow. I think I made this Game Boy, Super Game Boy, you know, border. This is ridiculous. I mean, yeah, it reeks of, like, seventh grade effort. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's my science fair project. It's this Smurfs thing. <laughs> no, I, I did no research. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, David um, just posted a, a picture in the Discord of how it looks on the Super Game Boy, and it looks so oh, lazy. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it gets like you there. Yeah, like... The Smurf isn't even blue in the Super Game Boy. Well, no, like, the little the little Smurf one-up icon is. 
That's true. Yeah, I like how the border so reminds you of what game you're playing as if you've yeah. forgotten. <laughs> right. What trash am I playing? Oh, the Smurfs. <laughs> I also do love the complication of trying to make a Smurfs Game Boy co uh, Game Boy uh, game work on Super Game Boy because it's different shades of green and whatnot. So like, they would have to change all instances of the color of the Smurf to be blue. So he'd be in a blue forest, jumping on blue leaves, dodging like blue birds. No, so <laughs> if the they. If they wanted to do a Smurf thing, right? <laughs> well, no, because the Super Game, like Kirby's Dream Land 2 on Super Game Boy, Kirby is pink the whole time when you do that. Oh, okay. Like See, they, I, was, they I wasn't could. sure about that. I thought it was just literally they could swap in more colors. <laughs> no, they had a way to make specific things specific colors. Like, they could do that. Okay. If Makes for whatever reason, for the sprites, then. For whatever <laughs> reason, they didn't have it on this one. Fuck. I man. mean, if you look at the Super Game Boy border, it's very clear they weren't putting in that amount of effort into Smurfs on Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, but then why'd they make the soundtrack slap? Yeah, the soundtrack is so good, right? Yeah, that sounded like some fucking Alberto Jose Gonzalez shit. Yeah. And I have but, no idea who the composer on that was. This game was developed by a company called Bit Managers. I have no idea who that is. Oh, really? Oh, hold on. That's, I think that's Alberto Jose Gonzalez's company. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, hold on, because I, I thought this would be, like, before his time. Fuck yeah, that's his company. <laughs> oh, Alberto, man, oh, you awesome. fucking, you know, he, uh, he gave it his all in those two, because it sounded like, uh, it had the same sound as, like, the Turok fucking game for Game Boy and shit, like, the stuff that I, you know, know from him and I love. I'm like, no way, man, he didn't do Smurfs, too, because that, you know, that's probably, like, 91, and now it's, like, no, it's, you know, 93, 94, he fucking, you know, he was there, he cranked that shit out. Fucking made it slap as he does all things. <laughs> <laughs> That's Oof. also what I love about this is like the Smurfs. When was the Smurfs peak popularity? I feel like it was like 1983, 1984. I yeah, know the show started um, in 1981. I can tell you that off the top of my head. But aren't the Smurfs themselves from like the 60s or 70s? The like, 50s is when the Smurfs okay. comic started. What? Yeah. I prefer the Snorks. What? Whoa. Hot take. take. <laughs> the snorks lived underwater. They had snorkels on their heads, and like they were way cooler than the fucking Smurfs. Get the Smurf out of here, Jesse. That's not yeah. right. I just oh, okay. I don't want to start into this. Bit. Also, also, as a person who wears a CPAP machine at night, <laughs> I feel very close to my snork brethren. As it looks like I have a snorkel coming out of my head as I sleep. So every time I go to sleep, I say, come along with the snorks, and then I fall asleep. <laughs> I just want to say, I pulled up the Wikipedia page on the Smurfs just to see, like, what year they started and whatnot. And I'll, the first thing I saw was this sentence. The Smurfs franchise began as a comic and expanded into advertising, films, TV series, video games, theme parks, dolls, and ice capades. Well. Can I see the fucking Smurf ice capade? God, yes, uh. please. Okay, J uh, David, you're the only one that can answer this. You know, happy 10th anniversary to this question. Uh, do you think the Smurfs ice capades would be better or worse than Spider-Man on Broadway? <laughs> uh, significantly better, because anything would be. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'd love to see it. You know, fucking the Sinister Smurfs. What uh, if wait, Smurfs no. were in Turn Off the Dark? Yeah, God. what if it was Smurf Turn Off the Dark? <laughs> Smurf Off the Dark. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be a one green Smurf, an evil green Smurf. Uh, well, Smurfs I guess are a just, menace, I tell you, a menace! Probably just be Gargamel, wouldn't it? Probably be the Gargamel Goblin. 
Um, now, God. I feel like Gargamel is definitely more of the J. Jonah Jameson character. That's true, yeah. But, you know, are there any other villains in the Smurfs? I mean, I, I, you know, I don't really... Uh, Gargamel's I don't cat. Really... I was gonna <laughs> oh, say, yeah. Gargamel is J. Jonah Jameson. Gargamel's cat plays every other Spider-Man villain. <laughs> yeah, the Sinister Six. <laughs> Here they all are. All this Gargamel's cat. I feel like a, a big spider could probably fuck up the Smurfs. Yeah, probably would. Because aren't mean, they tiny? Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, a little spider would fuck up the Smurfs. They yeah, like, exactly. They like ride squirrels, right? Oh, like they're tiny yeah. little things. That's David yeah. the gnome. Uh, man, no, David, David the gnome rides them. foxes. Yeah, David the gnome oh. does ride a sick ass fox. I love that shit. Yeah. Um, man, okay, who wins in a fight, David the gnome or the Smurfs? Is it one David the gnome versus like all the Smurfs? Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, you know, as far as I recall, David, the, it was just him and his wife. Would you uh, rather get, fight one Smurf-sized gnome <laughs> or 100 David the Gnome-sized Smurfs? Ooh, tough call. <laughs> now, this is less of a dilemma. I think I can beat him no matter what. Oh, Jesus. I feel like David the Gnome easily has this until he gets to having to fight Assassin Smurf. Like, right. Then it might get tricky. See, that's the thing. Yeah, once you get through all these fucking wimp ass, you know, Smurfs that you see on a regular basis, you start getting in all those other fucking Smurfs. Smurfs. The one, the yeah, exactly. Black the real Smurfs. The real, the you know, highly trained Smurfs. Smurf Team Six. <laughs> Maybe okay, that's what Smurfs Ice Capades is about. It's the Smurfs doing the wet work. Osama so, Smurf Laden. But oh, then there's no. a, then there's no, a, no. Smurf a run in by the chipmunks. Who do they team up with? Smurfa Bin Laden. God, did we like just like small things in our cartoons as a kid? Hell yeah. Is that just yeah. what yeah. they were going for? Like, the Smurfs, Snorks, Chipmunks, Gnomes. Chip and Dale. Uh, Maya the Bee. Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Re Rescue Rangers, Gummy Bears, Care Bears. Yeah. Gummy Bears weren't that little. No. Neither right, gummy bears. They were they were little in comparison they were the size to normal bears. bears. <laughs> the gummy, like no, the gummy bears were like human size. Yeah. Oh, no. okay. Shit. I guess I always just thought they were small because they're based on gummy bears, the gummy candy bears. I eat. No. Yes. It was, well, it was the fruit that they ate that the the gummy berries. The gummy berries. Yeah, that yeah. gave mm. them the bouncing. Right. Here and there and everywhere. I'm trying to think of some other small '80s cartoons. Um, it wasn't the cartoon, but there was Small mm. Wonder. There, was, there uh, sure was. Uh, My Little Pony in the title the, there, you know. The Rescuers. Little. Yep. True. Yeah. Well, everybody loved The Rescuers. Yeah. Everyone yeah. loves The Rescuers Down Under. Nobody likes The Rescuers. <laughs> like, that movie when's is... The last time you saw the Rescuers, Rescuers Down, Down Under? Under was dope. Yeah. yeah, it was. But when's the last time you saw that movie? That movie's fucking wild. It's been it's a been, long It's time. been a minute, but yeah. I, yeah. Movie commentary. Uh, there, oh yeah, I think we should do it. Uh, that movie's like seventy-five minutes, and it's got a lot of CGI that doesn't hold up. It's dope. Mm. Okay, <laughs> back because back. it was CGI that was made in like ninety-five. Uh, no, it, more. You're talking eighty-nine. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah. I was gonna say that movie's oh late eighties or early nineties. Um, I want to do back-to-back -back rescues down under rescuers, but I don't know what order to do it in. Do we do the rescues first, and then um, the rescues yeah, down kinda, under? Watch rescues. <laughs> or do we do <laughs> really down under first? <laughs> And then have to go back and watch the first one and be like, oh, this fucking mm -hmm. shit sucks. I mean, no, the first one's got some good shit. It's just scary as hell, man. That little girl almost gets drowned. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, the first one has the woman with the pet crocodile, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And the weird titties. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the like, second it's, one It's in New has... Orleans or something, I think. Second one's got like, George C. Scott. I was going to say, it's as George C. Scott man. is like an Australian <laughs> bounty hunter. It's dope. <laughs> 
that's a good movie. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, movie commentary night coming up. <laughs> you know, two movies, two-ish hours. <laughs> I was gonna say we could probably do both of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and then we could Rescuers throw in Rescuers Double Feature. We could throw in that Hell weird yeah. 1976 non-canon Smurfs movie as well. Uh, the Whoa. Smurfs and the Magic Flute, or whatever that's called. Uh, which does what? not tie into the show at all. <laughs> they never explain that magic flute. <laughs> hmm. No, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> oh, man, just Papa Smurf playing the flute. No, yeah, no, no, I don't like anything about it's that. Got, it's got some characters, like Papa Smurf, but it doesn't have, like, Smurfette. Uh, apparently, in the original comics, all the Smurfs look the same except Papa Smurf, so the movie does that. So, like, Brainy Smurf just looks like any other fucking Smurf. So, are you, t- are you telling me that they added Smurfette for, like, the later series? They didn't yeah. fucking have... Oh, man. Yeah, she didn't exist yeah, for, like, 30 years. Wow. There's no Smurfette. So, I guess that just means we're the... That raises so many questions. Were there just a bunch of, like, androgynous female Smurfs hidden amongst all the Smurfs? I think, it was, I think it was like a Jurassic Park situation where they could change their sex as needed. That's probably... <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thinking it was more like they're amoeba, and they just kind of, like, divide and self-replicate themselves. Mm. Or maybe, could like, be. mushroom people. Yeah. What does that mean, Jesse? <laughs> like, they're What's made a- of mushrooms. Like, they're, like, fungi, and they just... Be produced by like, like producing spores and then grow off of trees. Uh, okay, yeah, they, you know, they all just puff out a cloud of spores and yeah. more Smurfs grow out of it. <laughs> yeah, if, if you don't get the like dampness out of your house, you get Smurfs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely a fungus. Yep, yep, you got black Smurfs here. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. no, like you are wrong. Oh, black oh, Smurfs. No, huh? Come on. Wait, 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 wait. I've never heard no, a phrase that quite is wow. disturbing to me as Smurf spore. I don't know what it is, but Smurf spore just freaks me out. Oh, I'm gonna spray my Smurf spore. No. Yeah, see, no, no. I don't like anything about that. Uh. Oh. <sighs> that sound of a mushroom Smurf yeah, spore the, shot? the spores all coming out. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, I God. can't wait to smurf all of your tits. <laughs> it makes that noise. <laughs> okay, I'm smurfing, I'm smurfing. Oh, oh smurfette. <laughs> okay, we gotta stop making oh, this sound. Great. David's leaving. <laughs> this is bad ASMR for David. <laughs> oh, he's bad. One too many spore shots. In his past. <laughs> One too many spore shots. He's triggered. Oh, this God. whole conversation oh, is God, you be very uncomfortable. Try to spore on Gargamel when he's sleeping. Oh nope. God, those fucking those step Smurf videos. Those are the yeah. worst. Uh, <laughs> step Papa crazy, Smurf, you what are you me? doing? But see, if they if now okay, final thing, and we should move on. If they reproduce with a cloud of spores, is it even possible to have a step Smurf? I don't know. No, because they're all just one continuous fungus. They're all just you know like a hive mind. Yeah, you can't you can't have a step Smurf. They're like toads from Mario. They're like exactly. the Zerg. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just like that. Five minute kick, 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 kick. Mind. Mm-hmm. That's the Smurfs, all right. God. Uh, you know, praise be to Alberto Gonzalez for that fantastic soundtrack. Yeah. Fuck everything else about this game and franchise. Uh, Johnny, let's keep going. Game two.
So um, if you guys are done talking about the Smurfs in Discord. Oh, uh, no, that's that's no. an all show thing. There yeah. will be Smurf. Yeah. We, you know, we didn't do the, the speech thing for the for the podcast, but we're doing it in Discord, baby. We're making every Smurf pun possible. Yep, I set a tone. <laughs> that's yep. That's where we're at now. Not even really sure. puns. It's just more replacing words with Smurf. <laughs> so um, this is the second game on this console that would allow you to transfer mp3 files to an sd card and listen to them while playing providing a customizable soundtrack for the game
All right, gentlemen. Um, who has their guesses or answers written down? Very sobering. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> so, um, John says the amazing race. Sadly and correct. How sweet Johnny says Smurfless Ocean. That is incorrect, and I am not giving you the point. Um, Jesse says the Civil War with the, with the drawing of penis artillery. That's not correct, but Jesse gets a point. Yes. So oh, what's end- the answer? This is Endless Ocean for the Wii. Ah, Johnny, oh, endless, okay. endless Smurf was right there. Your oh. favorite sex move. Oh, give me that Endless Smurf. No, no, no. I do not want to think about the Smurfs fucking, okay? No. I mean, yeah. You should watch that clip I just put in the Discord then. A Smurfless Ocean is just the Snorks, that's all it really is. Oh, yeah, you're right, Johnny. Were the Snorks in the Endless Ocean, David? Could you find them? No, the but you could find several other types of uh, seafaring animals. Um, did anybody else play Endless Ocean? Oh, yeah. Did, did you actually? Yeah, once. Uh, that that was a rental. <laughs> uh, like an is, early early Wii rental. <laughs> is it basically No Man's Ocean? Is that the idea here? Well, yeah, but it's not boundless. Like the it, the oh. title is a complete misnomer. It's not endless <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's it's a really chill game. It's basically it like a diving simulator where you're just kind of exploring the ocean and finding and cataloging sea creatures. Um, and then, like, the more you progress, you can go to different spaces. So you go to, like, an undersea cave, like, a deep sea trench. You get to explore, like, a shipwreck and everything. Um, and then you can also make, a like, an aquarium. And all of the sea creatures that you find, you can put inside of this aquarium. So you can kind of see them up close and everything. Um, it, was, it was a really chill game. And mm-hmm. I kind of had a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah, it was a hard sell to my drug addict girlfriend at the time. She was bored stiff with that fucking game. Seriously, because you know, she, we got the Wii and we were all excited. We were playing Wii bowling and shit. And then it's like, yeah, let's try some Endless Ocean. It's like, oh, so this is just going to be a game where you're quietly scuba diving around the ocean and like looking at fish and stuff, huh? No, that's not that's not enough excitement. Like it's not two player, is it? Oh no, we're not doing that. Yeah, like, t- take that out of the system. Return it to Blockbuster. We're going to continue to play Wii Bowling. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm kind of with her on that. Like, it, you know, it, it wasn't all that exciting. But I, I, if I had more time to put into it, I feel like I would have, you know, and less of her around, of course. I feel like I would have been able to appreciate it more because, like, I got it. You know, I, I understood the vibe. I wasn't looking for excitement. I just, you know, when there's more than one, if, if anybody's watching you play that game, you can't play the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at you know, and at a certain point, like, what, I don't know how many hours it is, but at a certain point, you could have just, like, gotten scuba certified and you lived before That's the time. The you know, yeah. just drive out to the Keys and go scuba diving, you know. Right. I was living in St. Petersburg at the time. I yeah. could have just driven the five minutes to the beach, <laughs> <laughs> you know, looked like at the ocean myself. That would be way <laughs> more expensive. That's true. It would and, be, and there's no guarantee that you would find an underwater cave or, like, a deep-sea trench. That's true. St. Petersburg was very well documented, you know, water-wise. And 
endless ocean, no actual danger of drowning or ingesting salt water or getting a sunburn or there shooting are, up really fast and getting the bends. I was going to say there are sharks in the game, but they do not attack you. You just kind of like swim up to them and they're like, oh, cool, a person. They're like accidentally stepping on coral or some of the crap. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Mm, none of that. Sea urchin in your face, you know. <laughs> like, I... I definitely get, like, it's not a game for everyone, but I really enjoyed it. It kind of it reminded me of... It was a, neat. In a weird way, it kind of reminds me of Pokemon Snap. Like, mm. Pokemon Snap is much more score-based because you're trying to get that perfect picture, but it's the same concept of just going around and looking at wildlife and its natural habitat and just kind of vibing. Can you, like, take pictures or, like, film them or... Like catalog the animals that is you it, find or is whatever. This on you rails? catalog them. Okay, that's cool. No, it's, no, it's not it's on free... rails, John. Oh, okay. Jesus. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's underwater. Ocean. Because Pokemon Snap is on rails, you know. True. Okay, valid question yeah. based on um, David's comparison. But it's like, it's free roaming. You just get to explore the ocean and just like swim around. And I kind of wish that my Wii was working right now because <gasps> I kind of want to play this with a custom soundtrack and just put in like dire dire docks and aquatic ambience and like all of those good underwater sounds yeah just... not like amazing grace um here's the thing david i'm horribly confused <laughs> as to why that was one of your selections but also why it's amongst the so uh, songs available in this game like it's a scuba diving game what what animal do you have to encounter to trigger Amazing Grace? Do you see like a blue whale? Is it the shipwreck or is it like a fucking a whale shark? Eats What's him. the most patriotic sea life? A whale cucumber? A whale ejaculating? I, yes. <laughs> it's when you're watching a baby calf whale be born. <laughs> oh man, that's nasty. But the music's really nice. <laughs> To be honest, I don't remember when that song comes up. Um, I do know there's a bit towards the end of the game where you're trying to find, like, an old albino whale that, like, your father was looking for. Um, and eventually you do find it, and it, like, breaches the surface, and it's a really majestic moment. I feel like it's probably at that point, but I, I mm. don't remember. Do you harpoon mm. it? Uh, no. <laughs> <gonna> kill it. <laughs> This is for you, Dad! And then you shoot it with a gun! <laughs> you Moby Dick the shit out of it. Yeah. Again, I, I think y'all don't quite understand the vibe this game has. Like, it's not a violent game. The sun no dicking the shit out of anything in this game. <laughs> the sun no, Johnny, no. This quest for revenge. <laughs> but it yeah, was endless like, ocean, oh, more father. like endless quest for revenge. <laughs> Uh, the ocean is vast and full of <laughs> revenge. <laughs> Ishmael Jr., I need your help. <laughs> oh no, stop Ishmael, what are you doing? <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to see my mobile deck. What is the name of the character you play as, David? Is it Ishmael? <laughs> yeah, um, or Ahab. Or Step or, Ishmael. What, he, what does he like to be called? Or Moby. <laughs> Um, you play as Moby, the, the music artist. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was to say, the music guy. Okay, yeah, now, actually, David, fuck your custom soundtrack. Just play this with a custom soundtrack by Moby. <laughs> Which I assume he made. Yes. Yeah, just play uh, Moby's play over Endless Ocean. 
set your set your avatar to bald and insufferable, and uh, you know, and it once dated Natalie Portman, and then uh, yeah, just really? go to town on that endless ocean. No, that's not true. <laughs> oh, okay, is that true? You don't know about the Moby Natalie Portman thing? <laughs> no, that's he went, why I was oh, he, he visibly went down, confused. He went down on her endless ocean. <laughs> is that, no, that's what you just Game said. Three. <laughs> It's a it's a he said she said thing, but Moby claims that they had a little uh, little you know fling at one point. Natalie Portman's like, ew, no, mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, that's the uh, that's the gist of that one. You know, who do I believe? I'm going with Portman. <laughs> no, I didn't have a fling with Moby. He's my stepbrother. <laughs> God, step Moby could you help me. <laughs> I've really taken the show in an awful direction just by bringing up step stuff. One episode has. What have we done to the show, guys? I was really looking forward to having a conversation about like a very chill game, and then all of a sudden we were talking about Smurf fucking. I was like, okay, this show's off the rails. Well, I mean that you know th that was bound yeah. to happen just yeah. based on the order of the show, but. Yeah, you know, we never should have let off with Smurfs. That was a yeah. horrible miscalculation. <laughs> we really, really fucked up. We really yeah. Smurfed it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, no, man, I, I, uh, I wish I had done more uh, endless ocean stuff. Uh, you know, one of my other favorite sex moves. <laughs> I, I kind of wish endless that ocean. like this style of game came back because, like, I would love a just sort of chill exploring game kind of like you... a short hike except longer than was... four hours right there's a there's a few games like that um, yeah david have you played minecraft no <laughs> that yeah that but then there's there was that one underwater game i used uh a few few months back it seems like it was for uh God, what was it called but then there's like this, yeah it's abzu that's one mm. God, oh, we yeah. we invoked Abzu on the show. The yeah. fucking radio chat's gonna love that. And yeah, Subnautica um, is another uh, swimming game. Mm-hmm. Um, Man Eater. The uh, well, that's shark more, game. more True. way heck more hectic. <laughs> I mean, than but it's it's like it's like in this ocean from another perspective. Like the you know th that game was made in response to Endless Ocean because David just said you can like interact with the sharks and they don't fuck with you. And somebody was playing this game. It's like no, no, no. Hold on. Fuck this. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna go the other route. <laughs> You're the Our shark, game, and you shark fuck with fucks with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Soviet Russia in this ocean. Uh, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other uh, underwater games. Endless Ocean Two, of course, okay, which apparently was yeah. more action packed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, did they have? When's it? When's the last time they made a new Echo the Dolphin, Jenny? <laughs> uh, the second Dreamcast. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so okay. about twenty years or so. Cool. And Tim so, Fallon helped put the music on that one. So that yeah, so we're overdue for a, for a new, you know, Echo. You know, oh, uh, we be defending the future again or defending the past, uh, or it would just be endless Echo. He uh, should be the new Doctor Who. Yeah, no, they, they the should make it. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> a new Echo game where he goes back to the old West. <laughs> That's what the, I TARDIS is, the TARDIS <laughs> is wetter than. It. Actually, I would love the fuck out of a game where you play as a dolphin and fight Daleks. That would be yeah. dope. Be pretty good as long as they're underwater and they're chill and they don't mess with you. That's all I well, want, baby. Too. Yeah, want to oh, swim man. around in the ocean as a dolphin in the future or the past. There was a interacting with game. Daleks. <laughs> there was a jet game I used to rent on N sixty four, and you could fly a plane as a dolphin. Like he had like a little helmet on with like water in it. But then he was like in the jet. It was so cool. Oh, it's like was... a reverse space helmet. 
I think it was like Arrow Fighters or something. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it was a dolphin that could fly. Sounds a jet. awesome. Yeah, cool. I'm talking about dolphins. Now, what happens if the dolphin crashes the jet oh. into the endless ocean? Like, oh, he's okay. Um, well, the dolphin's fine, but will they recover the plane? Is it like the, uh, you know, how long before the black box shuts off? That could be a new mission in the next endless ocean. It's yes. got to find those all those disappearing flights. Uh, oh, I thought you were saying find a bunch of dead dolphins. No, no, no. I was, you know, thinking like, you know, you want to talk about how endless the ocean is. Like, there's a bunch of planes that just are never being recovered. Guys. Oh, yeah. Think there's more it. planes in the ocean than there are submarines in the sky. <laughs> it's a fact, guys. Game three. Sorry, David.
All right, let's see. For trivia for this one, um, this game has a train in it. Um, it's called the Bone Shaker, um, which apparently joins heaven and hell. And it's powered by the very last fragment of the embers that once lit the entirety of hell. Some bonus trivia. Um, the name of this game could also be the name of an adult film. No, I'm keeping my answer. Yeah, feeling good about the, my guess. All right, uh, <laughs> Johnny has a small, unfortunate penis. Um, yep. Well, what's his answer? And <laughs> God, that was mean. And David says, "Blue bones to hell." Incorrect. And uh, John says, Hell Train running incorrect. No, this is Monster Train. Up, up, up. There it goes. This is uh, Monster Train. 
It is a um, kind of like a card game sort of thing, like a, very similar to Slay the Spire, if you're familiar with that game, um, where you you start out with a few like uh, cards, and then as you play, you get more cards and make your cards more powerful and stuff. But the hook with this game is you're on a train from hell um, trying to stop the angels from trying to destroy hell. Because without hell, um, heaven has no balance. And so heaven would just become a bunch of jerks. It's true. And, uh, so Seraph is like, oh, fuck hell, let's blow it up. And so you're like uh, riding this monster train from hell to like save it. And it's pretty Seraph cool. takes that wild stance. You know, I'm anti-hell and I'm not yeah, afraid to say it. Pretty much. <laughs> and huh. um, let's see. Uh, there's... Like you got the, the, the way the game's set up is on the train there are three floors and you can play your cards in the different floors and then the monsters spawn on the first floor, then they take their turn, all the monsters battle, then you can play more cards and then uh, the monsters will move up to the next floor. And on the fourth floor is where your like health is. So you're trying to protect the fourth floor by like um, summoning monsters and making them more powerful or uh um, you know, using spells on the enemies and stuff. And uh, there are like five different clans of uh, cards you can use. One of them, uh, and they're all themed like around a color and so, so there's a blue deck. And like the blue deck is, uh, there are these like uh, candle people. And so like uh, whenever, they, they believe that whenever the, uh, the fire on their uh, wick melts them all the way down like a soul is released or something it's it's silly and so you've got these candle people that you know they melt real fast but whenever you play the game you pick two clans so you have like your main deck and then like a secondary deck so you could have the uh, candle people with like the um like the hell demons like so they're just like the big demons like the with the horns and they're red and fiery and make everything stronger and shoot fire and stuff but then you also like mix and match with the um, the candle people and whatnot. Um, and it's really cool. The art's pretty neat. Uh, the music's good. Um, like you, you fight stuff and then you have like a choice between going like left or right on a map. And like if you go left or right, you can it'll have like different things where you can upgrade your spell cards or your monster cards or you can get more gold or you can upgrade like your uh, main uh, leader card um increase like your your main your, your health and stuff um and like some of the battles when you um start the battle it'll ask you do you want this to be just a little harder but you'll get like a special reward at the end and you can either flip that on or flip it off you know depending on if if you think you're ready to like make sure that uh all the enemies will do like 10 extra damage or or like have more health or start with like spell shields and stuff something that'll make the the fight that much more annoying but hey you might get a new artifact or more gold it's a it's a really fun addicting game hmm. yeah you know with a name like monster train i don't know what i was picturing but it wasn't card battle um 
I'm surprised to learn about this because <laughs> this uh, this music's been on the radio for uh, several weeks now. Somebody, one of our patrons, requested it over there at uh, the Discord, and it's been on GTT Radio, twitch.tv slash GTT Radio for mm-hmm. quite some time now. Good tunes. But uh, yeah, I had no idea what this was. But yeah, I wasn't expecting card battle. That's uh, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, it's it's uh, real fun, addicting. Um, like if if you've played like Slay the Spire or a game like that, it's it's kind of like that. But it's the better of those two that I've played. Like uh, Slay the Spire is fun. Don't get me wrong. But if like Gun to Head, I had to pick one or the other. Monster Train all day. I like it. You know, I gotta say, uh, with a name like Monster Train, it's it's cuter than I was expecting. I was kind of expecting something more hideous. Yeah, a but, little uh, bit. Some of the monster you know, designs are kind of silly and stuff. And yeah, not even silly, but just like you know, it's it's I guess um, some of these guys are kind of ugly. You know, big horn yeah. fella and whatnot. But you yeah. know, um, nothing n- nothing real hideous. I guess is yeah what I was uh, kind of hoping for. Uh, you know. If it, maybe I was thinking Monster Train, like if you know, if you're on a train to hell, yeah, you're gonna pass some like hideous fucking demons or something. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Looks cool, man. Um, Game Pass, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, it's on Game Pass too. Um, or, it recently got released on Switch though, which I feel is, is a perfect game for Switch because it's mm. something you could play on the go and on the toilet. Know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, something you don't want to put down. You know, you want to be able to take it around with you, man. You got, yeah, got a battle going. You want to be able to, you know, like, are you losing anything by going in handheld mode of the card battle system? Nah, no. you know, this isn't fucking Smash Bros. You're just choosing cards and battling. So yeah, uh, I I can see it. That is one of those games that's perfect for Switch. So yeah, looks dope, man. I wish I had more to like ask about it, but yeah, seems yeah, it's self-explanatory. Seems remarkably straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, are there any uh, like classic monsters in it? Like any references to existing monsters? Um, um, yeah. You know, and then the follow-up question before we get to game overing you: Is anything in the game blue? Because you know, I'm looking at the promo images, Jesse. And oh well, the time that there's bl- yeah. Okay, one the like the t- icon screen like is very like the red side is like the hell side and then there's like a blue side where the angels are and it's very got like blue energy and everywhere so that say, he said one of the decks is the blue deck all the decks are color themed like you got the the hell deck which is the red deck you got like the the growth deck which is your green deck uh you got the candle people which is the blue deck gotcha um, yeah cool yeah <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Sounds like Jesse averted the game over uh, by repeating it to me like I was five. Um, no, I, I do appreciate that, Jesse, because, yeah, sorry. I, you know, that detail got lost in <laughs> my trying to keep up with all the details of the game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, now that I see it, you know, my eye was drawn to the orange side, not the blue side. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here looking at the, the monsters on the orange side. I'm like, God, yeah, big purple stud dude with the... The horns and the weird pink little, uh, you know, like Hellboy creature. Didn't even look at the blue side. I, you know, no. Is there like a, is there like a psychology of marketing thing to that? Like maybe. Which which side's better, orange or blue? Like, is Go that Gators. why all posters these days are orange and blue? <laughs> 
G-A-T-A-O-R-S at Gators are the very hey, best. What are, you, what are you doing, John? You said orange and blue. You triggered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. talking about how in like movie poster design, everything is now orange and blue. Not the hideous orange again. and blue of the Florida Gators. She's going to start singing. Gator bait. No, 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 no. You can't do the Gator bait cheer anymore. What? Yeah, dude, that's bad. Oh, you really can't? Shit, oh, John. Shit. No, it's so Wow. Crazy. Don't make me explain why that's bad news, John. That's... To. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy... No. That's still okay, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, honestly, it's not. That's the thing. You know, the Gators are a fucking garbage fire. <laughs> and we shouldn't be talking about them on the show, because literally I was only discussing movie poster design. But, man, shit. Uh, what a what a tangent that you took us on to that college that you went to once, John. Great job. Yeah, <laughs> did you play in the marching band of that college you didn't graduate from? Yeah, I, I did. did, and yes, I, I got kicked out. <laughs> I'll post yeah, pictures I later. I met him while he was playing. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ever pass out in any weird compromising positions while you're attending that college, John? Oh, all the time. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> Man, what a time it was. Um, anyway, fuck the Gators. Um, <laughs> but also, yeah, uh, fuck all movie posters for just being orange and blue these days. What the fuck? Mix it up, guys. Um, Jesse, cool pick. Uh, yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, uh, I might have to check it out. Definitely uh, keep my eye peeled for a sale because, uh, you know, I just don't play enough card battle games. Maybe that's something that's right up my alley and I just never realized it. You know, I tried that Kingdom Hearts uh, Game Boy Advance game all those years ago. This, and- no, this is like, <laughs> this is good. Yeah, actually, good. That's, I, I like that. <laughs> good is good. <laughs> so, cool, man. Anything else uh, on Monster Train? Not the title of a porno? No. I mean, it might be also. I, bet I don't go to those sites. Could, I don't want to know if it, it could is. be two things. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to yeah. win, but I won't, I guess. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Game four.
right, guys. So uh, this game is notable in the series as it's the first traditional game in the series to feature a female in the lead role. All right, guys, how are you feeling? Anybody need another piece of trivia? No. Sure. Uh, David, another piece of trivia? Uh, yeah. Uh, additionally, besides being the uh, first traditional game in the series to feature a female in the lead role, this is also the first, first canonical game in the series that does not feature the series' uh, signature weapon in any form. I think I have it, but... It's I just going to confuse the situation, quite frankly. Johnny drew some titties. <laughs> I'm for it. Uh, Jesse says, Miss Pac-Man. He's very close. <laughs> and David has the correct answer. It's Castlevania. Oh. Help me pronounce this, David. Is it Order of Ecclesia? Is it Ecclesia? Um, um, listen to your heart. Yes, Castlevania, Order of Ecclesia uh, for the Nintendo DS. David is correct. But I thought there was a female Belmont, like, on the Game Boy. 
that is not part of uh, the main series or a traditional game based on the gotcha. trivia that I just gave. I don't know, man. This, okay. is, this is wiki trivia. I'm trusting it. <laughs> um, David, did you play uh, Castlevania o-, o of E? I have not, and I feel <sighs> bad for not because... You should. Shame. I really, really enjoyed Portrait of Ruin, and from what I've heard, there are people who say that Order of Ecclesia is like top three Castlevania games ever released. Really? Wow, that's that seems like a hot take. Johnny, uh, don't play the hot take sound. Play uh, play the shame sound for David never playing this. Uh? Yes, sound <laughs> of shame. <laughs> uh, what a shame. <laughs> Tim Allen, definitely a man capable of feeling shame. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if it's top three or not. I, I also didn't play it, but I... Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> What? Well, it's just like shame, David, for not playing this game. I also didn't play it, but uh, well, like, yeah. I, I, hang on. I'm like, okay, Johnny, play the uh, the no shame sound. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. No, you're supposed to play the Tim Allen sound again, because like Tim Allen, uh-huh. I'm incapable, incapable of feeling shame. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Thank you, John, Johnny. Stop take leaning your... on the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take your dick off the damn keyboard, John. Um, I can't. You need a dialing wand. Yeah, seriously. God, you need a special Tim Allen wand. I like how literally as soon as you said that, Johnny looked down to the keyboard like, oh, God, is my dick on the keyboard? Oh, no, not again. Maybe. Ah, made a terrible mistake. If your dick is too fat. I smurfed it up, guys. Smash it towards a special dialing wand. So, no, that's the thing. I don't consider myself like a huge Castlevania fan or like someone that really uh, played a lot of these games like I, I like it and I, I would like to have played more of them but no I don't feel like shame that I didn't play Order of Ecclesia uh, just, you know, just whatever I, I miss a lot of things <laughs> but it does seem like a, a really cool entry in the series uh, like it's a side story with no Belmonts I like that sorry David Please. No, I was going to say, it's like, I am much more of the, like, Castlevania monster person as well as the DS handheld person. So That too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was... I, guys, it's confession time. I'm a basic bitch. I just... I stick with so many, like, same games. I find games that I like playing, and I play them like comfort food, baby. I don't think that when I owned my DS, once I got Mario Kart DS in it, I don't know if I took it out. And the Game Boy Advance slot, it was only River City Ransom. Like, it was the only thing I had in there. Um, and, but, yeah. I'm a simple man of simple tastes. <laughs> but... I was just going to go into the game because you were talking about, like, it doesn't feature the Belmonts um, and mm-hmm. whatnot. Like, doesn't she use, like, magic tattoos to summon weapons? Yes. Yes, she does, David. I'm glad that you asked about that. Uh, she uh, uses glyphs, and she can. Uh, it's like the other um, John the DS Castlevania games. Glyphs. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> she uses animated images to do all her uh, moves, and the uh, the creator of them, you know, who ironically or coincidentally was in the Order of Ecclesia, has said they're pronounced glyphs. Glyphs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, it's like the other Castlevania games on the DS where, like, you kill something and you can sometimes they drop a thing like a power that you can acquire and use. So, she can power, uh, acquire all these different glyphs and you can uh, equip three of them 
Uh, you got like a left hand, a right hand, and one either on your back or on your chest. I don't know. So, you know where, where's the third place you put a glyph? Somebody, you know, tell me in the chat. Um, but yeah, so she's got glyph all over her chest and hands. And uh, yeah. shut up. <laughs> and <laughs> damn it. Uh, it's you know, a cloud of glyphs. Um, and yeah, so all of her uh, special attacks use like magic meter, which apparently makes the game uh, hard. And apparently a lot of people praise the game as being harder than most Castlevania games mm. and cited that as a positive. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's like, you know, Return to Form, it's like a hardcore, really hard Castlevania. I'm like, now reading that, no, I don't want to play this at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, Castlevanias like, are hard as it is. No kidding. Like, it's no. like harder than most Castlevania games. Now we're talking like Symphony of the Night level or like Castlevania 3 level. Yeah. I don't want my nuts kicked that hard. But I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, a lot of the things I was reading, it's like, yeah, the game's really hard and that's why it's great. I'm like, is it? Is Every that a... stage has Medusa heads. Right. Oof. Yeah. I Every mean, stage it's... is a clock tower. Well, it sounds like, you know, the game, it whoops your ass and you'll die a lot, but you get to use a lot of cool, flashy moves, but they're all on magic meters, so you, if you're not careful, you'll run out of those moves. I'm like, now that's a fucked up trade-off, because like, yeah, I'm, I'm all about cool, flashy moves, but <laughs> if then I'm stuck, then like, it's called just getting swarmed by Medusa heads, then no, that's bad. <laughs> Cool flashy moves is called Peacocking Tron. Okay, that's, that's whatever you say. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. So uh, the lead character in this, uh, David, you, you know, help me pronounce this. Uh, I'm just going to ask you for help pronouncing everything in this game. It's it's Shanoa, Shanoa. Uh, I believe it's Shanoa. I'll take it. Um, she's the the heroine of the story, and she's part of the Order of Ecclesia. Um, which is like an organization dedicated to defeating Dracula because I guess either the Belmont clan is de uh, deceased or just hasn't like, there hasn't been a new Belmont showing up to fuck up Dracula in a while. So they're like, guys, yeah, we probably need to start our own company to fuck up Dracula. And uh, she's selected by the leader of the company to take on the, like this fucking, uh, some kind of nefarious device that's going to grant her the power to kill Dracula called Dominus. And she gets, you know, she's going to get these Dominus powers and go fuck up Dracula. But right before she does, uh, this other guy in the game, Albus, uh, who is also Shanoa's adopted brother, he steals all the stuff necessary for Dominus. And so you have to go pursue him and he might turn out to be the bad guy. Or maybe there's another ending and there's more to reveal about the story. Sounds like I could have used this on the episode about really great stories because I was reading about this. I'm like, damn, that sounds good. Like, I'd play this. Yeah. A couple of twists. Yeah. You know, get to fuck some people up. And then if you're good at the game, which I wouldn't be, and I'd never discover this good ending. <laughs> you know, you get a cool good ending where it reveals more, uh, you know, like a real big bad. Uh, sounds so cool. kill Dracula? Uh, eventually someone kills Dracula, yeah. Oh. You know, I think. So what about the I mean, games that come after this when Dracula comes back? Is well, that's the whole thing. I think, you know, does anybody ever really kill Dracula? No, the Dracula is destined to resurrect every 100 years. Yeah, exactly. So Dracula is like European herpes. He just, you know, you think you've got him knocked back <laughs> and he comes back again, man. You have a little flare up of Dracula 
and uh, you, know, <laughs> you, you get the stressed back. He gets stressed. You gotta out call over your doctor and see if the Dominus is right for you. <laughs> yeah, Dracula manifests as a cold sore. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it, it looks like a really cool game, and I you know, I chose it because uh, well, one like Castlevania games in general. Like if you look at the cover, got a bit of a blue vibe, big blue moon, blue dark skies. You know, kind of a dark vibe. But also, I was struck, because Shanoa, she wears, like, this cool blue outfit. She's pretty uh, pretty cool. And wear, you know, her signature outfit is, like, a got a big blue bow and some blue, like, uh, arm... What do you call Just sleeves that aren't attached to your shirt. Sleeves? <laughs> um, Hot Topic? I, yeah, exactly. She looks like Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, but, uh... I, I am know. super glad that you brought up her outfit because it is a very cool design because um, yes. she has like this breastplate armor plate and mm -hmm. it gives me another opportunity to shit on Castlevania Judgment um, because yeah. you could unlock her in that game and they turned her into like a sexy dominatrix nun for some reason. I mean, we I get it. It's Castlevania yeah. Judgment. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. She's not. It's not like she's particularly conservative in her normal outfit. So I don't know why you have to sexy her up and make her a nun. It's uh, it's a kind of a hat on a hat at that point. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's cool looking game. You know, they kind of it's like they ditched the uh, like the anime style uh, that they had in like the Soma Cruz games. And then uh, you know, I don't know. It looks really cool. Uh, it might be the last game made by the uh, the original producer. What's his name? Igarashi. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure um, it's like the last Castlevania game. Yeah, I think so. He might have been also been involved in Judgment, but yeah, he was uh, he was pretty much out of there after that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, it's a cool Castlevania game. Fun side story about some non Belmonts fucking people up using cool magic, and I you know I would love to see a Castlevania like DS collection if they could pull that off on like Switch. I would definitely be willing to drop twenty to really get back into these games because like I played one of the first uh, Soma Cruz DS games whichever ones those were and I was like oh yeah this is cool man this is you know, a lot of fun and yeah I just never uh, continued on with all the other games because you know, they feel like they were kind of cranking them out there for a minute I'm like nah can't keep up it. you know Mario Kart DS is in here now I'm not playing this anymore <laughs> um, sorry I've... all other DS games <laughs> I was going to say, like, they did the Anniversary Collection, they did a Game Boy Advance Collection. I'm really hoping they do a DS Collection, because I want to replay Portrait of Ruin. Yeah, I mean, like, David, you know, you can speak to this quickly. Like, there's nothing really... I mean, there's touchscreen stuff, but it's not, like, all that crucial to the gameplay, right? Like, as I recall, the, the only one I played was probably the first, you know... Uh, Castlevania DS game and it's like you sometimes have to use the touchscreen to strike away some blocks or to draw like a, a fucking rune or something but yeah like, that was the none first none of it's particularly deep it's not like touchscreen based combat or anything <laughs> no the first one you had to use the touchscreen to like break magic blocks and seal enemies which yeah, you could easily do by like using the control stick to draw the shapes um, mm -hmm. And I think Portrait of Ruin had an unlockable mode where you controlled, like, two vampires and you used, like, the touchscreen to attack. And, like, they would probably have to do a little bit of tweaking, but, like, it's, it's not 
Phantom Hourglass. Right, exactly. That's the thing. I was like, it's pretty much just a Castlevania game, but sometimes you got to do a little Tappy or uh, do a little Tracy, and you could probably do all that using, I don't know, another joystick, maybe while holding a R or a trigger button or something. I don't know. Right. Seems like, uh, yeah, kind of thing you could replicate and make a collection of with minimal work, which probably is why Konami will never do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, any amount of work you say? No, thanks, though. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to play these games, uh, especially, you know, without having to bust out one of my old handhelds. Like, a collection would be nice, because it's kind of a blind spot. And it seems like, to a lot of people, these are, like, some of the hottest Castlevania games. Like, uh, and, you know, I can't say if they're right or wrong, because, you know, I'm just, I'm not terribly well-versed in them, but... They seem like they've got a good vibe, good stories. You know, I like this one because it's a one-off story. You fucking, you beat this game, and the Order of Ecclesia, spoilers, they're disbanded. So, you know, these people Fuck. aren't even coming back. Johnny, <sighs> I'm sorry. I know you had a lot of a lot of emotion tied up in whether or not the Order of Ecclesia was going to continue on to the next Castlevania game. I just bought yeah. the Konami collection <laughs> on my Switch. The one that we've been talking about how it doesn't exist? Yeah. <laughs> That, that on, one <laughs> on the switch that you don't have my uncle <laughs> konami okay oh johnny johnny's <laughs> uncle igarachi uh, yeah um yeah johnny you know you, it would have been also great if you just said i just programmed that collection like you just yourself with the amount of work that you could do in this segment programmed the switch collection like, oh yeah i can do that yeah, bypass the touchscreen controls altogether with one simple trick. Yeah. I won't tell Konami what it is until they pay me. <laughs> so, yeah, God, Johnny, yeah, you're a you're a whiz. See, you're, the simple you're a wizard, is, Johnny. You go to you go to all three games, and when you Bring go to export to Switch, you just unclick touchscreen controls, mm -hmm. and you're golden. Yeah, right. Uh. Yeah, it's it's crazy how simple they made it. I can't believe Konami can't figure it out. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. really smurfed it up, guys. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so yeah, uh, cool game, great soundtrack. Oh, and the other thing that's blue about it, uh, I don't <laughs> remember the order that I played the songs in, but uh, I, I, you know, listen, I'm nothing if not a basic bitch. Uh, the s song titles, Sapphire Elegy and Wandering the Crystal Blue. Ooh. If if that doesn't seal the deal, then you know, I don't know what does. Uh, you blew your load. I sure did, Jesse. I sure did. Game five. <laughs>
So um, this game is the first in a series that's considered a spiritual successor to the Mega Man games, particularly the Mega Man Zero series. Even the main character's name is a reference to Mega Man's title, The Blue Bomber. I figured since it was David, I had like two more minutes of loops. Nope. Um, this was... Alright, um, everybody has the correct answer. This is Azure Striker Gunfold. See, and John, that's where you're wrong. Um, you didn't have two minutes of loops because this was not me. Uh, this is our fan request which came to us from uh, the Discord, thanks to Acre. So thank you for the request. I gotta say, when I saw that request come in, and knowing that you were taking the request, I knew that was going to be <laughs> this week's request. And then you kind of said that trivia that said all we needed to know about this game. <laughs> I mean, David, you gotta, you gotta choose some terms as you go through that trivia and just like... You know, change them up to make it a little more trivia-y than, uh, you know, a little less giveaway, a little more clue. As I said, I wanted Johnny to have a point, so. Exactly. Because Johnny, he's a big Azure Striker Gunvolt fan. He knows exactly what this is and has definitely played it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I play all the Azure Striker games, um... It was Ash released Striker, on the 3DS. Jungle Striker, Urban Striker, I love all those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the well games done, where you, you fly around in a helicopter saving the president or bombing the Washington Monument. I'll, I'll remember exactly how these games go, but... Um, Not important. <laughs> you, are, you are so close. Um, well, you were very close when you got to uh, bombing the Washington Monument because... This is a game set in a cyberpunk future where you star as a 
human with a small stun weapon, um, and you're trying to fight evil, like, robot cyborg people. Basically the same thing. Sounds sure. like Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Um, so, human yeah. with a small stun weapon is, like, the opening line of my Tinder profile, okay? That's, uh... <laughs> I like that you specify small. Um, but anyway. Um, it's a sub-weapon. This, uh, this kind of carries on what we were talking about with the last game, because I feel a great deal of shame. I've <laughs> never played the Azure Striker games, which is weird because they're like... Johnny, play the shame well, set. Shame set. Uh, <laughs> man. David, you just stink of shame tonight. <laughs> I'm God. feeling very blue. Um, yeah. That's what, that's what that smell is. Shame. It smells like blue cheese. Ugh, God, David. Play oh, these games. Get, get that stink off you. I mean, they did just release the like a, a dual pack for Switch um, with the first two games, so I really do want to pick it up. This Wait, seems how like many of these games are there? <laughs> um, officially, there's two with, uh, I think, a third coming along the way, but they also did Mighty Gunvolt, which was like a pre-order bonus that they sold separately after, which was like an 8-bit demake version. Um, right. And then there was uh, Mighty Gunvolt Burst, which was the sequel to that, which was basically Mighty Number no. 9, but good. Um, <laughs> oh! Hot take. I saw where it was going. I was like, wait, no, stop, Johnny. Get your finger off the hot take button. <laughs> the least yeah, there hot were, take of all time. There were two Mighty Gunvolt games. There's two Gunvolt Chronicles games. And there's three Azure Striker Gunvolt games. Okay, well, Inti really, really likes Gunvolt. Yeah. And changing their naming conventions, I guess. Or are they... Do, are all those distinct like styles or something, or are they all just platforming, you know, Mega Man esque shoot 'em games? I believe they're all like different versions, like sub series and side series and whatnot. Okay, good. Because um, the main thing about Azure Striker is it's not like a Mega Man run and gun type game. Um, you are platforming, and it's a very action focused game, but. Your main weapon is like a very small, weak weapon that it doesn't, when you shoot, it doesn't like kill enemies, it tags them. And then once you have an enemy tagged, you can use electrical powers that will home in and attack them. Um, so like you can tag a bunch of enemies as you run through a level and then release a giant burst of lightning bolts that will zap through everybody. So it's kind of like i'm trying to think of the way to describe it because it's much more about getting through the stage rather than just like fighting all the enemies in the stage yeah so i'm sorry you're saying so you shoot the enemies with your weak little tagging weapon does that freeze them in any way or do they just become tagged they just become tagged so you like okay. try to avoid their shots hit right. them and then, like, charge up your energy to release. And it, yeah, you charge up like a shockwave, and it kills all tagged enemies. Yeah. That's kind of like, dope. Yeah. There's, like, different special moves you can use. Um, one is just, like, a gener generic, like, lightning strike. You can summon a giant blade that will stab them. Um, and then I think it's, like, the final one is called, like, Volt Chains. And basically, these giant blue chains, like, go across the screen, mm. homing in to, like, 
lock everyone in, and then they all yes. just like explode with electricity. Fuck yeah, I love chains. That sounds great. That's you know that's cool, man. I didn't know about that because yeah, that seems like the kind of concept that like somebody would try to come up with back in like the SNES days and realize that like maybe the you know the hardware can't handle like okay, too many sprites on the screen, everything's slowing down. We can't have all this fucking movement and tagging and then like ultimate attack. But it seems like the kind of thing that's made for like a kind of retro game, you know, in the last decade or so. Like, make it look old school and you can move around. Nothing slows down. You can fucking, you know, have some uh, some some fun battles where like you got to you know, dodge multiple enemy stuff and then, you know, set off, detonate your electric shock blast. You know, it sounds cool. I like it. Sounds like a nice twist on the Mega Man formula. Yeah. Especially if they give you like the fun like Mega Man X style like movements and stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, because um, as I was reading about it, because um, again, unfortunately I haven't played it, like you have an, you have an energy bar that like Dang! Oh damn it. Oh, oh, oh. I'm at the T. They're next to each other. Uh, what? What's um, what what do you have map to ask for shame? <laughs> Space! <laughs> okay, that's the new shame set. <laughs> you have, like, an energy bar that you use for your super weapons and, like, your big attacks, but it's also used for movement, so you can do things like wall jump and double jump and, like, air dash, but if you oh. do that, like, you have to build up your energy before you can attack again. Before you can detonate and shit. Okay, damn, that's, you know, see, that's an even cooler twist, man. Ooh. So, you know, that only, not only, record like... It rewards uh, fucking what's the what's the word I'm looking for here? Like just like economy strategy. of movement, yeah, oh. strategy and like yeah, like you just you know, like yeah, you can't just jump and dodge all over the place and tag all these things. Like no, you gotta kind of move intelligently and not waste all your meter if you're gonna actually fucking kill anything. Like, cool, very cool. Yeah, this is sounding really good. Uh, did now question? Did any of that make it into the mighty number no. nine crossover thing you were talking about? The mighty gunbolt burst. Um, not not as much as much. Um, that yeah. one was like more of a straight Mega Man like run and gun game, but Gunvolt was in Blade Strangers, the like indie crossover fighting, Ooh. and that tagging like his main special move is tagging, and you can tag your opponent multiple times, and if you have them tag like three times and then do a super, it does extra damage, and it uses like the same not cutscenes, but just kind of like cut ins because every time you activate sure. a move they show like yeah you have a flash kind of super it does like, the thing yeah yeah so he has kind of used those abilities in other games yeah, now that that sounds like a really frustrating mechanic for a fighting game where you're tagging an opponent over and over again you're hitting them with numerous attacks but it does no or little damage until you can unleash a super attack and kill them that sounds like a terrible mechanic for a fighting game. <laughs> yeah, he was he was not my favorite character in that game. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Sounds like you know, he plays like PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale just distilled into a character. Um Oh god. Yeah. No, that sounds fucking awful. But yeah, in terms of the platforming uh, action stuff, that sounds fun. Um I'm kind of kind of all about checking that out. Yeah, um, like I said, there's um, the Striker Pack. It's the first two games, um, and it's out on Switch. So I think I am going to pick that up and um, 
finally play the series. Because you can use... Okay, I just had to confirm. Um, they did partner up with Yacht Club Games, so you Ooh. can actually use the Shovel Knight amiibo and unlock yeah. a special boss fight against Shovel Knight. What? <laughs> okay, that's dope. Cool. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to like break down and finally play these games. You own the Shovel Knight amiibo, don't you? I do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> Thought you might. Um, yeah, now here's a question. Shovel Knight, that guy's blue. When are we getting a uh, straight-up Azure Striker Shovel Knight game? Well, you can fight Shovel Knight. Yeah, but, with, you know, like, my, yeah, the fucking Mighty Gunbolt was fucking... You could play as Mighty Number no. 9 or Azure, you know... Does the character have a fucking name, or am I calling him Gunbolt or Azure Striker? What's the character's name? Um, I believe his name is just Gunvolt. Okay, Gunvolt's a pretty cool name. Uh, yeah. Johnny, change your Twitter handle. Um, Done. But yeah, so you got Mighty, you know, you got Mighty Gunvolt where you can play as Gunvolt or Mighty Number no. Nine. So when's you know fucking Mighty or not Mighty? Where's Azure Shovel Burst or whatever? <laughs> like, you know, when do you um, get to play as Gunvolt or Shovel Knight in a game? You know, I've been working on developing some stuff, but I'll I'll stop that now and and get to work on this instead. Yeah, man, I want to give him all the blue shovel. And, uh, it's the ultimate attack. Might be an STD, actually. I, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it'd be a great fucking crossover, especially if Yacht Club's just in the mix now. Like, yeah. Because, um, yeah, Shovel Knight, they're done with Shovel Knight. They, they, I feel like they've released every DLC they promised. Can they finally make like a sequel or they still just, you know, what's well, the status of Shovel Knight while we're talking blue indie platforming characters? <laughs> I'm not sure because they're, they just released or they're about to release like the Shovel Knight puzzle game. Fuck. But I've, I've also read that that's actually not developed by Yacht Club. Like Yacht Club just kind of licensed Shovel Knight out to another developer. So mm. I don't know what they've been working on. But I feel like Yacht Club was also working on some non-Shovel Knight games, and they just haven't quite gotten back to making another Shovel Knight. That's cool. That's cool. But yeah, cross them over with some of these other uh, indie platform darlings is what I'm saying. I think it would be pretty great. You know, shooting some shovels, tagging people with a shovel. Um, it, it just, you know, it's right there, guys. Just, you know, Gunvolt and Shovel Knight, two flavors that go together pretty fantastically, especially now that I'm talking about it. Make it a co-op platforming game. Make it a co-op action platforming game where one of you guys is tagging and the other one is just whomping motherfuckers with a shovel. Come on. I'm into it. Sounds delightful. <laughs> just, you know, one guy shooting shit and the other guy Scrooge McDuckin' his way through the levels with a shovel. Sounds fucking great. He did it. I did it. I shoveled that night, baby. <laughs> no, Johnny did it. <laughs> oh. Johnny Johnny we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that at the end of the show we give our Twitter cool. handles. <laughs> very good, very good. Oh, I'm very proud of you, Johnny. Um, I can't believe that wasn't taken on Twitter. So yeah, David, fantastic fucking selection. Um, so it's an NT Creates game, so uh, music, good. Uh, I'm guessing, you know, who are the composers of this? Probably fucking some of the classic Capcom people but rehired by uh, by the Inti boys yeah cause um 
NT basically like got was founded well, I mean, by been people a company who left for longer Capcom. than I'm thinking of, right? Like NT's been a company since like the late '90s, right? Like you know, they're yes. not some new thing where KG and Afune quit to make Mighty Number no. Nine and then just happen to make other games. Like they've been going since the Mega Man Zero games. So. Yeah, they've been around since '96. Wow. Um, <laughs> There was a team of composers, but um, including Mina Hatazo, Katsunorino Yoshino, Ryo Kawakami, and Ippo Yamada. So yes. definitely some of the old classic Capcom people. Fuck yeah. Good. Good tunes. Yeah, I, uh, I dig it. I dig it hard. And uh, remind everybody who made the request. Um, that came from our Discord from Acre. Yes. Fantastic. I realize now we usually do that when we're closing the show, not before the calculated <laughs> computer. But I, I, you know, I feel like it's uh, it's worth crediting Acre here in this segment. So, yeah, David, well selected request. I like it. You know, what a what a game. Um, I, you know, uh, you say you got that collection on Switch. I will be getting that collection on Switch. Good. I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah. We're gonna get you. Uh, we're gonna get some fiber optic internet. We're gonna get you a fucking Elgato. We're gonna get David streaming here on Game That Tune. It's gonna. Be, it's gonna be a thing. Mm. David, you're our new hot property. We gotta get you on the Twitch. Yeah. If you think it's uh, you know fun and relaxing playing video games just by yourself, imagine playing video games with I don't know four people watching you. <laughs> it's gonna be great. You're gonna fucking dig it. You're gonna play that whole gunvolt, baby. <laughs> For an audience of thousands. That's uh, that's our big no 2022 push. David on t- on Twitch. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna put gave that tune over big time. <laughs> oh man, um, David. Anything else on uh, on them Gunbolt boys or uh, the Minty Creates boys? Um, no. Dope. Calculating computer activated. Do you hear that, like, balloons, the aerobic sound? Like... Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Hell yeah. Well, well, well. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? You know, Jesse the Blue Man Moore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking another, uh, another classic signature victory. Um. Damn, man, I'm proud of you. I don't know Thank what to you. say. Thank you. Yeah. I uh, I gotta wonder. Do you have it in you? What do you have in mind for a theme for next week's episode? You know the holidays are hectic. So how about we relax with some chill games? Damn, good pick. <laughs> I'm so mad I used Endless Ocean this time. Right. <laughs> I do love the uh, the immediate like mental inventory we all do when like a new theme comes up and it's the exact like theme that would have fit a game we yeah. used that night or yeah. the week prior. Like, what's what's more chill than the Smurfs? <laughs> yeah, that's not chill at all. The Let Smurfs me ask you guys no a chill. question. <laughs> Uh, no, I think it's uh, I think it's a great pick, man. I think it's a good time to chill, man. You know, holidays are a little hectic, a lot of pressure on everybody. Sometimes you gotta just you know meet all those obligations, and then when you get the chance, you get to kick back, play some chill ass, relaxing games. However, you find your time to chill. Yeah, you know, I I don't understand people that chill with non chill games. 
but you know, I kind of get it. You know, my brother's coming to town for Christmas. All he's going to want to do is hijack my PlayStation and play fucking Doom Eternal and Borderlands 3. Um, it relaxes him. I don't get it. Like, but, yeah. At the same ever, time. Does he ever fall asleep while he's playing and then you replace his uh, the game controller with your dick? No, that's, <laughs> that's it's not a thing I do with my brother at all. Does he ever Just pass dead. out in like weird positions on the couch? Oh man, does he pass out in weird positions? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll share some. Of it. You know, just look forward to. Oh man, numerous uh, sharings of uh, images of my brother throughout the holidays. You know, just all him in compromised positions playing <laughs> Doom Eternal. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be good because yeah, he just gets so relaxed. He just spreads his butt apart and just you know plays the game. It's great. <laughs> it lets me um, in. <laughs> What? No, what the fuck, Johnny? <laughs> Spoken like a guy that doesn't have a brother. God, you real smurfed it up. Yeah, you know, openly despise you, John. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's going to be a great theme. Chill games for a chill week. That's what we need leading into the holidays, baby. We need to all just chill the fuck out. So great pick, Jesse. Great, great theme coming next week. And thank you guys. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening this week. Thanks for everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form or at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. And we appreciate you guys listening there. Uh, thanks to everybody checking out Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for our awesome exclusives. We've got covered up. we got mixtapes. We've got Game That Tune gems. And we got our movie nights coming back. What's that double feature that we're about to do? <laughs> Rescuers. Uh, rescuers and rescuers down yeah. under. <laughs> Double rescuers for order some to be determined. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys as patrons get to vote on what order we watch the rescuers movies. <laughs> oh god. It's gonna really make a great fucking Christmas Day feature with all those Toy Story movies we're watching. <laughs> um but yeah, so we got great stuff going on over there at Patreon, and we appreciate you guys supporting this. It helps us keep the lights on, of course, at the video game music live stream, the 24-7 video game music live stream over there at twitch.tv slash gtt radio so we super appreciate you guys checking us out uh special shout out to our absurd fans there on patreon alex messenger lance revere damian beckles bradford stevens daniel perky taylor y sam l mork tasty grimmery phoenix tier 2121 and uh unsettled zebra and akadar what a fantastic group of patrons that we've got supporting us at patreon um Thank you again to Acre for the request tonight. Acre made the request in our Discord server. Check us out there, or you can hit us up, gamethattune at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at gamethattune, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFT Fleming. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... Johnny Gunvolt. I cannot believe you <laughs> held down that handle. Congratulations, Johnny Gunbolt on Twitter. And you can find Jesse Moore, this week's winner, without the sick-ass handle that Johnny has, on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. Yeah, what a handle you got there, Jesse. I bet you wish it was Jesse Gunbolt, Johnny. I locked down Jesse Gunbolt for Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jesse, you got the bonus tunes, so uh, what are we going home with, man? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of... Um, theme music for wrestlers lately and then I was thinking about David's theme of Blue and I was like huh I wonder what Blue Meanie's theme music was so and it, it's actually pretty good so we're going out with Blue Meanie's theme 
Hell yeah. It relaxes him, guys. Jesse chills out and watches wrestling. It's kind of his thing. Peace out, everybody. The Smurfs is copyright 1993 Bit Managers. Endless Ocean is copyright 2007 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Monster Train is copyright 2020 Shiny Shoes and Good Shepherd Entertainment. Castlevania Order of Ecclesia is copyright 2008 Konami. Azure Striker Gunvolt is copyright 2014 NT Creates Company Limited. I'm impressed, man. We got through that whole show and nobody made the uh, I blew myself joke. Oh, goddammit. Not once. All the other chat predictions from the radio today came true. Everybody knew you were going to pick a Smurfs game. God, how do they know that? They knew it, John. <laughs> That's ridiculous. They were like, you know, okay, so seriously, you know, for the show tonight, who's picking a Smurfs game? Everybody's like, it's Johnny, it's Johnny. Everybody, you know, it's Johnny. Definitely Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, Johnny's picking Smurfs. <laughs> I absolutely picked a Smurfs game. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking fell into that one. It's like, yeah. <laughs> It just uh, makes sense. Should have done more prop bets. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>